Who have we got here? What's your name, my dear? Lisa Becker, came the whispered reply. Well, Lisa, we're very pleased to see you. We didn't know you were on the train until it arrived in Holland, but we're very glad you were. Where do you come from? Hanau. Hanau. Not the first from there, Mrs. Carter thought sadly. But all she said was, Well, you're safe in London now. Did they give you a letter to give me when you arrived? Lisa nodded and, feeling in her pocket, handed over an envelope. Mrs. Carter opened it quickly and perused the contents. She turned to the Federmans and, reverting to English, said, Her name is Lisa Lotta Becker, age thirteen, and she's come from Hanau, which is a town not far from Frankfurt. She is Jewish, but according to this letter, not observant. She glanced at Naomi. Are you? Naomi shook her head. Her father had been Jewish, but her family had not followed the Jewish laws of daily living. No, she said. Mrs. Carter nodded. Well, Lieselotta follows no dietary rules, so you have no worries there. She can eat whatever you do. Naomi looked at the girl, waiting fearfully in the now empty hall. With her grubby face and straggly hair, she was not an attractive prospective daughter, but they had promised to give a refugee child a home and Lieselotta was such a child. Mrs. Carter turned back to her. Lieselotta, she said, these are the kind people who you're going to live with, Mr. and Mrs. Federman. You'll be going home with them now, and that's where you'll be living. You must write to your parents to let them know you've arrived and give them the address. Lisa looked at the couple standing, waiting. The man was small, with a wiry frame. He wore rather baggy dark trousers and a checked jacket over a collarless shirt. His hair, showing from under the flat cap that perched on his head, was touched with grey, but his eyes were a deep blue, laughter lines etched at the corners. He was smiling at her now, his eyes crinkling as he did so. So different from Papa, Lisa thought, as a picture of her father in his neat suit, collar and tie flashed before her, but he has a kind face. His wife was only a little shorter than he and built on far more generous lines, Her hair, a dark blonde, was caught up at the back of her head. She was wearing a blue cotton frock that strained a little across her ample bosom, and her arms, emerging from cotton sleeves, looked strong and capable. She was smiling too, but her eyes, a sharp light grey, were noting Lisa's travel-worn state, and somehow Lisa felt she was being assessed and found wanting. She hung back waiting for Mrs. Carter to speak again. How was she going to talk to this couple once German-speaking Mrs. Carter had gone? She wondered an edge of panic rising through her. But Mrs. Carter said nothing. It was the woman who addressed her next. Hello, Lisa Lotta, she said. Welcome to London. Lisa stared at her uncomprehendingly until Mrs. Carter translated... Then she spoke one of the few English sentences she had learnt and said, Good day, madam.
She pointed to herself and added, Lisa, bitte, Lisa. It's a diminutive of her name, explained Mrs. Carter to Naomi's look of inquiry. She smiled. And a lot easier to say, I think you should call her Lisa. By the way, she added, how would you like Lisa to address you? The Federmans looked at each other. The husband shrugged, but his wife suggested tentatively, Aren't Naomi and Uncle Dan? Perfect, agreed Mrs. Carter cheerfully, and reverting again to German, explained this to Lisa. Before they left the station, Mrs. Carter noted Lisa's details on her clipboard, and then, shaking the Federmans by the hand, she sent them all home. With Dan carrying the suitcase, they left the station.